Hey, welcome back to another episode, which is related to the Pride Month. I'm really, really glad to have Joshua and Suki today. So, thank you very, very much, both of you, for joining in. It's a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure to have you. Thank you very much. Thanks for like inviting us as well. It's a privilege to be able to like talk about ourselves and you know, you know, try to propagate a positive message to uh, people during the Pride Month as well. Uh, being a same-sex gay couple, like. like i really appreciate that you getting in touch with us and giving us the opportunity yeah thank you for having us yeah my pleasure my pleasure so why don't you guys introduce yourself like the work thing and how you know work life and what all you do and all of that that would be great yeah so i am suget 35 and i work for a hotel group in sales and marketing i've been in hospitality for wow about 15 years now so and uh, originally from sri lanka but grew up in italy and then travel here and there and uh yeah here yeah, i'm in the uk now and uh, yeah that's a little bit really about myself uh i'm joystin and i'm 25 i'm a cad administrator so computer aided design administrator i work for a manufacturing company called cola um so specifically cola myra um i have lived in the uk for about i think about 7 6 years now um originally from india uh, but lived all my life uh in qatar uh and the rest now here in uk so yeah that's a little bit about me and we both are in a civil partnership that's something as well uh we just recently formed a civil partnership in april this year so yeah beautiful beautiful so how did you guys i think you you've answered this question for 100 times but again how did you guys meet Yeah. Um so we met on a platform called Tinder like you all know <laughs> nothing special but um so a little bit about the the story of how we actually matched on Tinder because you have to be sort of like I guess in a local area unless you're using a premium version which I was actually using shows how desperate I was to actually find someone <laughs> um but anyway so I was in London and I was visiting my friends um and Sugar had just come back from uh, his backpacking uh, tour in in southeast uh, asia yeah southeast asia um so yeah and yeah we basically matched um started talking just you know initial chats on tinder and then moved on to whatsapp had video calls uh, lots and lots of hours and hours of talking finally met in oxford after 3 weeks of talking Two i or think three weeks, yeah. yeah this was all in uh, 2018 by the way uh, november we matched after 2018 december we met in oxford for our first date and then rest is history and like now we are in a civil partnership so <laughs> okay okay And, and how does that feel? How does this feel that finding the right person, or yeah, how how does this feel to you, you Sugat? And how does this feel to you, uh, Justin? Yeah, it's. I mean, if finding the right person is really important, but what I want to say is, your happiness only depends on yourself. It's not anybody. Yes, the lives can be better with someone who understands you, who who understands you, and who supports you in everything you do. but your own happiness it's it doesn't depend on anybody else and it's really nice to be with Joycelyn and although we are really both very strong opinion opinionated people and so sometimes it could create arguments which is normal in a in a, in a relationship you can be any side 
straight, gay, lesbian, you name it, but it's normally a relationship to have disagreements. And uh, yes, it's really nice. And having formed the civil partnership, that made us, uh, our relation a bit more stronger and special. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're in a relationship, just, yes, you can be like anything, but having formed the civil partnership, I think it has changed slightly to, the, to, 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 to better to better. And yes, it's really nice. And uh, he is he's one, on mi- one in a million. So, yeah. Cheesy lines, but okay. Um, what I was going to say was, I think um, being with him, we have grown a lot. Like, I-, I have grown a lot as well. Like, from a simple thing of fashion, let's just say. Like, he has, like, literally, like, told me a lot of things in terms of fashion, in terms of certain things, like, around the house, like, you know, certain sort of, like, shows that you do, the way you do them. You know, so a little bit of things, but also in terms of like, um, how would you say this, like pushing yourself, like actually like, uh, you know, following who you want to be, you know, my whole like force, like coming out with my parents and maybe we might talk about this later. Um, you know, it in, he was sort of one of the inspirations for that to happen. So, you know, see these important things, they matter when you are with the right person because, you know, you connect on a, on different levels yes you are two individual different people because that is necessary like as they say opposite opposite attract right um and then you also connect on same different levels like he and i are 10 years in the age uh, gap but i don't feel that like i don't feel that at all like i feel like we like you know how do i say sink in really well um after a civil partnership i i, I would personally say that i feel like it's showing a commitment to each other right like we are being serious about it we're not just boyfriends anymore we are trying to like uh show that we are, we are, we are committed there are responsibilities that we you know take care of so yeah i think we have mainly just grown since we've met like as people to be honest so okay okay and yeah totally and i think uh so, you know, Sugat, what he said that um, as a person, as a humans, we we are tend to have arguments and disagreements, and uh, I think it's it's not not with any relationship. It was humans. Humans were born to to dis- have disagreements and have that. And Joyston, you rightly said that a person when somebody comes in your life and is is somebody different with with is his or her or them own own decisions and own opinions and own choices. We we learn and grow from from their journeys and from their books and totally agree to both of your points what you said and try to keep up here so coming to the cultural part of it how did things happen with your families when you said that uh, how does that happen because you, you both are from the south asian culture you you are both south asians uh, of course some some different cultural things and a lot of that different stuff would be there but how, how would things when you said your parents that we are gay and we just want to we like each other and we want to marry yeah Mine was very different because I, I I didn't really come out as so as to say oh mom and dad yeah I'm, I'm gay I never did that so my when I was about fifteen I think my brother discovered so all he really said was be safe and then we never after that had a had any conversation about it and then after a few years my my mom and dad and my sister they all found out again they were really supportive and what all they said again even then was absolutely fine with what you do as long as you keep it yourself. So, you know, in an Asian background, all they think about is the society, what the society can say and what they think about. 
And so that's what the, what the priority was for them. They weren't fine with what I was doing, but they knew what I was doing, who I was dating, all knew about it. However, all they said was, yes, just keep it to yourself. Don't, don't create a lot of publicity or put it out there. And uh, so I lived that life for, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years. And then, um, yeah, and then obviously slowly, as soon as I met with Joyston and we started making things a bit more serious, so I introduced, to him, uh, introduced him to my parents. So they all loved him. And they, had, they actually got more closer than I'm probably close to my parents. <laughs> they talk more than I do speak to my mom and dad. And even to my brother, him and my brother are really close, which is, I'm really happy about. And uh, yes, it's just, I think it's a lot of, lot of the fact that they want to keep the society, that, that image you have, especially in a society. And um, yeah, that, that was probably the main thing. And how, after Joystone came out, things have changed dramatically, for both for my parents and his parents. So I think that was a really good thing. Cultural difference is only that mindset where they think, oh yeah, we need to keep that perfect image out to the world. That's probably I would I, I would agree to him as well. Like that's I mean initially uh, even before my parents told me to keep things to myself, they when I first came out I was nineteen. So um, and being in UK, I mean I came to UK to actually study, but I didn't realize that I would like discover myself as well. Like you know that being gay is fine; it's not a sin because I come from a Christian Catholic family. Um, so having firstly accepted myself. Okay, uh, that was like one part of my journey, you know, you know, sort of the burden going away. Um, having my friends support me as well, who came from different cultures. So one was from like, one was British, the other one Indian, actually, uh, a Polish friend and also Brazilian friend. So they were the ones who actually sort of like helped me accept myself first and be happy for who I was. Um, when I first told my parents, it didn't go well. Okay, like is a general majority, I guess, that happens with coming out of uh, Desi uh, kids is all your parents have expectations. They have all these dreams um, for you that they couldn't maybe achieve and therefore they uh, want you to do it. So they work their ass off basically to um, raise you and they want you to be successful in life like any parent would. That is fine. But they didn't expect this to come out from me. So like that, that I was gay and I'm the only child as well. And I'm the only person in my family who can continue my generation. So the Morera family name, I mean, that's how the thoughts are. Right. So, um, I mean, yes, there is surrogacy, there's adoption, but they didn't think about all of that at that point of time. So it didn't go well for a few years. It was back and forth, you know, arguments. I kept my identity, you know, my sexuality actually hidden from them because I didn't want uh, them to either, you know, have those sort of arguments again because I was mentally tired. But at the same time, um, I wanted to live my life here, you know, openly as I was. I was open with my friends here. It was only with them and family and extended family that I had it hidden. Uh, but when I got my first job at 22, uh, that's when I took a stand. And because I was because my dad was not looking after me anymore. So I had the uh, independence to actually, you know, stand for who I was. And uh, it, the way it came out was uh, like indirectly through like family, me telling a family member and, you know, the family member sort of like told some other people and my mom came to know it. Uh, but that's another long story. But 
anyway, so I stood up for who I was. And it, from 22 to 25, just actually, I, I would say in March of, the, uh, of 2021, that's when I forcefully came out to the whole world, basically on Facebook saying that, guys, this is who I am. Accept me or do not accept me. If you accept me, that's fine. If you want to understand what it is to be gay or part of the LGBTQIA plus community, then please do ask me, you know, what it is. I'm happy to be able to take my time to make you, you know, understand what it is to be gay. So my parents, again, didn't like that. Yes, they were at this point of time from 22 to 25 of, of, of age. They were telling me, we are happy for who you are, but keep it to yourself. Do not tell it to the, you know, it's the same mentality crossing over here, you know, so do not tell it to anyone else. And I wasn't fully happy because I am not being my true self with my cousins, with my extended family members, so whoever that would be that I wanted to share it or my family friends. And it was enough, you know, like in, in March that we were having arguments. My parents came to visit me in UK. My parents knew about it then that we were forming a civil partnership as well. And they told me that we're coming here for your happiness, but you need to also keep it quiet. So you should not be telling it to anyone else. So as long as that is there, we are fine as well. Just understand we are coming here for your happiness. So you see, like I had to juggle between the uh, emotions where should I be thinking of just about myself and my happiness here or also of my parents' um, happiness where they don't want me to tell it to anyone. And there came a point where, you know, it was just too much. My parents were telling me that, oh, yeah, we will tell everyone in a year's time or when you come of a, you know, sort of like a mari uh, marriageable age, if that's even a word. Uh, but, um, you know, like when they say like when you're like 28, 29, yeah. when people start questioning. When's the right time? When's the right time? Like, yeah. oh, why is he not getting married? At that point of time, my parents told my mom was saying that, oh, they're going to tell them, yeah, he doesn't like girls. That's it. So I can't wait until then. We are forming a civil partnership. We formed it in April, right? So um, in March, I was having these arguments with my mom. And she was like, yeah, we'll tell in a year's time, blah, blah, all of that. I was like, how am I going to celebrate my special day if I don't have my loved ones around me? Yes, my parents are there. But what about my family members? So that's when I came out fully. I was like, no more of this you know, back and forth going and um, like waiting and waiting and waiting. Uh, I was doing it self, uh, you know, selfishly uh, because I was thinking that this is the right thing I was doing. And to be honest, it did turn out to be right because now, and even my mom told me this, that it's good that you actually came out. We don't have to keep the secret anymore or, or have this sort of guilt that our son is gay because you know how they think, right? Like, that gay is not like normal. It's yeah. it's sort of like um, uh, no, it's sort of like a shame in the society. Like oh, yeah. your son is gay, yeah. and you know, blah blah, all of that. So, anyways, now after that day, I came out. We had a lot of support from our family, some of our family members, not all of them. Um, family friends were even more supportive, and they were supportive of my to my parents as well. Like they were making them understand that it is fine. Don't not worry about it. Your son has done enough, you know, like for you to be proud of. So, and then, you know, they have calmed down so much and now they are totally the opposite of what they were, you know, when I was 19 and I came out to them and they are like, literally they, we are like family, like proper family. Like, so it is like, like their son-in-law already. Like, even though well, we, he is, yeah, <laughs> but like, 
because we consider our civil partnership more sort of like an engagement and we really want to do a proper wedding in a few years time so anyways so that's the reason of the son-in-law bit um but yeah it's all fine now like i am happy i took that stand even though it was the most scariest thing i've done in my life but i'm happy i did it because in the end it did turn out to be good and you know understanding yourself and exploring yourself and about about your own sexuality and understanding that what does it what does it help you guys how, how does it open your minds and what do you guys learn from the experiencing of your you know you you had bad bad people i've not i won't quote them as bad people it's just how they were uh, they had the culture and how they read and how they knew things it was just their their thing and their th- issues they had that time so my question to you you got bad uh, comments and um, not support of everyone you loved and you you thought would be a good person and then they tell bad things about you and then you have a lot of good people who come and then tell you that wow we are very happy and we we support you know whoever you are we don't care about the sexuality but we care about you you are a person and we have known all of that right so what does these two different things and so many different experiences and all of that help you and how does what what does it teach to both of you yeah for me personally that is sort of like i person as a person i don't really care about what people say so i'm like okay if you don't want to be in my life or don't talk bad about me absolutely fine do it yourself as long as you don't involve my parents absolutely that's all i want to say and uh, where the support we get the people what we want is a bit patient really i think in my perspective if you are not patient enough they will understand it it's with my parents when i came up first they were all my brothers said well, just be patient just give them a little bit of time and by giving them a little bit of time they got to realize oh yeah this is actually absolutely fine with everybody they knew even our close fr- uh, close friends and family they were all acceptable uh, they accepted uh, what we are and what who i am person as a person and um yeah i think that's for me is mainly be patient and try to educate them as much as you can and those are the that's the formula to be happy and to make them understand as well i think yeah i agree to that like um first of all with people who are homophobic uh you can educate them as much as you want to and want to spend your time in but i would also like caution you where you know sometimes there are ignorant people like the the more you tell them that it's like going from one year and then coming out from the other year it, it it's just a time waste so you need to know when to stop okay um you can only do so much but i mean this is if they're your friends or your colleague uh, not colleagues at work because i was going to come to that if it's a family members but if it is something that is happening at work they ignorant of who you are and they're mocking you or they're bullying you or they're doing something like that that's when you need to take action towards it like for example you need to go to your hr talk to them about what is actually happening you know if there are these sort of rights in these specific countries because in uk that does happen in india i'm not 100% sure i know that there are some companies who are like that but there are also companies that still need to improve upon you know these sort of aspects and you know equality you know I agree to what he said like you need to be patient like when you're coming out to someone whether it is homophobic or uh, not homophobic people accepting people you need to be patient with them because they need to it needs to sink in their system basically to know that okay yeah this person is actually gay 
sometimes they know it already and they're just waiting for you to come out out of respect um but sometimes they don't and we uh, as like members of the community we need to also know that yeah it's we have to wait you can't just like wish for everything to be all good in like the moment you just come out no it doesn't the, it's like the amount of time it took for you to realize you know that you are gay bi lesbian whatever that is you also need to give the same amount of time to your you know your parents your friends whoever that you you are coming out to and education education is important because they don't some of them don't understand what it is to be gay like for example my parents um they didn't know what it was some of my aunties they didn't know what it was so you need to like sort of take your time to educate be patient with them and educate them on what what it is tell them life experiences talk about history talk about i don't know what tell them to watch some movies that are pro lgbt uh, qia plus so like for example evening shadows on netflix i'm i always tell people to watch these things because that's when they understand what it is to be gay what are the hardships of people that are going through these what are the mental traumas what are the issues that happen or arise within the family there's another movie called prayers for bobby it's a very wonderful movie it's based on a true story again um and it shows uh you know like how a gay child is coming out to a very catholic family you know unfortunately he uh, killed himself in that movie because uh, i mean it's a true story so he killed himself because his mother wasn't accepting but in the end she becomes an activist so you see like it's a very powerful movie so sends a strong message to like whoever you're trying to like make understand so yeah this these are qualities i would say that we have i think learned like education being patient um and trying if you love someone enough you are going to try your best to like make them understand uh who you are fight for who you are as well so mm-hmm. wonderful wonderful so just just some of your questions i would like to put up here is what were your mental traumas mental health problems and what what were what were you going in your mind when you you were you you got to know about yourself what were your thing what were these things like thoughts coming such as that am i i do i have a disease or am i am i abnormal or, or am i weird or all of that uh, and how, how did you how did you help yourself yeah um so i'll go first here because uh, when i was a teen i remember like this is the first experience of me trying to discover myself and because i was raised in a catholic family like whenever we watched any tv shows uh, or anything we saw in the news like that came about lgbt my parents didn't have like a good notion towards it it was always negative so it was like oh, why are these people doing like this all of that sort of thing they knew what um hijras and you know that sort of things they knew what what they were but they didn't know about lgbtq uh, community so um for me when i knew or when i sort of was trying to like juggle between the thought of liking a girl or liking a boy it was always you know going towards the guy aspect and for me it was it was bad because initially i had no one to like guide me towards that it is fine to be gay you know i didn't even know what gay was actually when i first uh, thought about myself um and yeah there were nights that i was crying badly you know i used to pray to god because you know i am religious to an extent um that to help me be straight that was my initial thoughts because i was thinking that this is a disease like you said um this is a sin i'm going to be punished for it and this is not normal and it is sad because i wish i had someone who could tell me then that you know it's fine the way you are 
one of the other important things so we were never taught about this in school hmm. okay so that is one thing you know we should be taught about uh, along with sexual sexual education we need to be taught about sexualities as well you know because a lot of bullying can happen in school just because someone is feminine you know you know just because they are hanging around with girls it could be because of that as well so anyways um so when i first when i when i then came to uk uh, that's when i kind of found comfort in knowing that okay you know gay people exist my initial thought when i first came to uk about gay people were that they are very touchy or they are going to like really you know uh, kind of invade your personal space and they're going to like grab you somewhere and they're going to make you feel uncomfortable that was my initial thoughts of what gay people were because i didn't know much about it so when i in my own group of friends when one of us came out um i was you could understand the person what the person had gone through getting to know the experience and you can reflect it on yourself because you might have gone through the same experiences and that makes you feel a little bit better because you don't feel out of this world you don't feel out of place basically so that's when you know i kind of calmed down a little and that's when i accepted myself and once i accepted myself that's when i was like fully and truly happy i didn't have to worry about like sort of what people are going to say like lo kya kahenge sort of thing you know so yeah i think that's how i would say my journey of knowing like that i was gay was Yeah, mine was slightly similar to yours. And yeah, there was moments where I thought, "Oh, why am I like that?" And if I could go back and be sort of normal, if you will, and and then yes, I thought about a few times and stress and mentally not completely there in terms of feeling guilty for some reason and everything because mainly because of my parents. That's like I don't want to disappoint them and sort of thing. But however, I still enjoyed. <laughs> I made myself busy and. Uh, explore the world and enjoy enjoy and discover more i think that's how i got out of that phase rather rather feeling guilty about something i thought okay my as well enjoy who i am and went out there and uh, yeah that was a non-stop enjoying <laughs> situation until like i don't know recently <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, just just one more for a few more questions is uh, what would be your advice to anybody who wishes to come out and what do you think could be could be you know right way to come out and not create some kind of uh, you know things and and if if anybody then if their parents and their friends are not supportive how could that person um, you know like help deal with himself yeah deal with yeah. itself yep. I think that is that is in a right or wrong way to come out. I think all what it matters is what do you feel as a person is do you think it's the right time to come out do you strongly feel that you want to come out to this person or family and it is the right time as I was just saying to him earlier that's no set timeline everyone's personal situation is very unique and um, it all depends on your personal circumstances and if you feel like you are really going to come out and you know strongly that's who you are that's when you should do it just do how you feel just take that just follow that gut feeling you have and yes sometimes it's not going to go to according to your own plans what you have in your mind and there are places there's people who support these kind of situations you can talk to them learn about how how the situation went i'm sure josie has a lot more to add to that and but yes just follow your heart and do what you feel like doing don't 
don't stress out about oh, how it's going to turn out to be. Yeah, it is not easy. I'm not going to fluffy around about it. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a difficult journey. As I said, sometimes things could be really, really easy. As I was just saying to earlier, when my brother found out about myself, he never said, when we never talked about it, he all, all he said was just be safe. It could be something like that. And just, you know, you have your support, your family support. But sometimes parents, you know, parents always know who you are. And they might not uh, accept it, but they always know. And sometimes they might be really, really easy to go along with. And then sometimes it might be really difficult, like with mine and Jason's parents. But just do what you feel like doing and when you feel like doing it. Don't say, oh, yeah, the other person come out at X age. I want to do it at the same time. That's no set line or set timeline for that. Yeah. I mean, to add to that, I would say if you have like if you. OK, so when I came out, I told my uncle first, actually, because I felt like like he was my elder brother and uh, I could open up to him. I wouldn't face sort of rejection straight away from him. So what I'm trying to say here is if you know someone that you feel like you can trust a lot and you can, you know, open up to them, it might help you, you know, lessen your burden a little bit. You know, when you open up to someone, you're actually telling them who you are, you feel a little better because, and then if they are like supportive enough, then that's even better. You know, you need to make sure that you find people or have people around you that who are supportive, maybe even talk to people like who are from the community. There are so many things on social media these days, like on Instagram, on Facebook, any other places where, you know, they have communities of people who have like these anonymous chats um, or who are willing to talk to you. There is even a group of uh, parents called Svikar the Rainbow Parents in India, and they are in Mumbai, but they are now around the world. Like they have groups of people around the world connected to them. Um, and they are parents of LGBTQI plus kids um, who are very um, uh, supportive, you know, to uh, the like uh, someone like me, you know, like if I want to come out to my parents, they are willing to speak to their parents, even to like to make them understand that this is fine and this is normal. So reach out to these, you know, uh, you know, places. If you have someone uh, who is really close to you, like your best friend or like a like a trustable friend, then you yeah, come out to them, see how, you know, it goes. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't come out to your parents first. If you feel like you're more closer to your parents, then yeah, definitely do so. I, yes, I came out to my parents when I was 19, but like I fully was able to like stand for who I was when I had my job. You know, that is my situation though. Not everyone's situation has to be the same way, but this is just my perspective of things like being having some financial stability. But again, Everyone's situation is different. If you feel like you want to come out, if you feel like that sort of a weight is there and you need to really talk it out, talk it out to your whoever you think you can trust, whether it's parents, sister, siblings, or cousins, or like your friends, or I don't know, even a counselor, to be honest. So, yeah, yeah, that would be our take on. Yeah, and then as an advice, yes, always ensure you come out to the friends as well. I know most of the time friends are very supportive. For you to have that on that support that helps a lot. Yeah, having a, yeah having a support always helps, especially if you're thinking that your parents are never gonna like understand you. 
at least you have your group of friends to rely on to give you that emotional support to give you that comfort you know if it really goes bad with your parents because you know there are cases where you know people get disowned and you know they are nowhere to go with always have that backup as well because you never know you know if it really goes bad fingers crossed it doesn't but always try to keep that backup or that you know safe space for yourself so that you know that you know it will you can rely on that too so yeah and also i think a lot of people fail to understand that their parents love them more than anything of course not everybody's story is fairy and very easy a lot of people go through a lot of problems when they come out but one easy thing we we as humans uh, as people of a, of a south asian culture we forget not south asian culture i think as a whole world everywhere around the world people forget that the parents love them and they would accept them they love them more than anything they are if they come out and if they help them of course there are a lot of parents don't know about it and they they never knew about these things and they they were uh, there were not that stories which a lot of stories which came out to them then so maybe speaking out to them about this could help and maybe speaking and having conversation and trying to make them understand I, of course all the points as you said trying to educate them and trying to speak with them having having conversation with them helping somebody telling somebody to explain them these things could really really help so yeah again thank you very much for giving your time thank you very very much for being here thank you very much for sharing your experiences and journeys and all of that again thank you very much it's a, it was a pleasure and again thank you very much thank you very very much thanks no worries thanks a lot for like giving us the opportunity to speak as well you know really appreciate it and really appreciate you taking your time to do such talks so thank you once again my pleasure